movies by minutes. Project number five. It's Silverado this time. That's no jive. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Best settled up now, kids, because here we go. Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, movies by... Each week, movies by minutes hosts <laughs> examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan directed and Britain, I think, uh, yes. Western Silver- Silverado, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Forsyth. And I'm the other one, Todd Lucas. And today we're talking about minute 44 of Silverado, which opens with Emmett disappearing into the corral and ends with horses in snow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably the. The prettiest shot of our whole series of minutes here, I think, is that. Anyway, we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we start out here picking up pretty much right where we left off. It wasn't wasn't a, I mean, exactly where we left off because that's how this thing works. But <laughs> like, sort of, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit like that. Dawson, old gruff gruff voiced Dawson, 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 gruff voiced Dawson. Nice. And and Nord are still hiding behind the barrels and crates i guess emmett is in the midst of his dash to the makeshift corral nord really seems to have bought into this ruse i think because he's he's very complimentary of emmett he's a brave man (laughs) yeah i i I couldn't really make out what he was talking about because at first i thought he said was saying brave men like the people shooting at them from concealment were brave (laughs) and i mean literally my my notes say wtf question mark no, I think he's talking about Emmett, calling Emmett. him a brave man. Wow, yeah, that he he is a dupe then. <laughs> well, and it's it's a good juxtaposition because immediately after that, <laughs> Dawson pretty much sets him straight, and he's uh, he's seen right through it, and he mutters, "I think there's only a couple of guys up there, and there's asshole one of them." Just want a quick question right there before we move along. Yeah, is the word asshole an anachronism back then, or you know, are we are we looking at something that? Is too modern for the day, or I don't really know. I, I mean, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm have, gonna have to bleep it every time. But even though they <laughs> say it in the movie, but uh, I, I don't know. I, it does. No, I think buttholes are as old as life itself, right? So <laughs> yes, yes, I, that, that that wasn't really the question. I was just wondering the, this the way it trips off the tongue. It seems a little modern. That's all. Yeah, maybe I. I it's not something you hear in the westerns that this is sort of homaging, but they were very clean cutty sort of well, yeah, language wise for the most part. So it, it's hard to judge. Like, yeah, I'm guessing that was more family fair for the most part. Yeah, right. Like it, it doesn't really fit the sort of fifties aesthetic, fifties western aesthetic this is trying to go for. But I'm, I'm sure it would be right at home in your spaghetti westerns and things like that. So okay. Yeah, it just, it kind of struck me, that's all. That's the only reason why I yeah. ask. <laughs> well, but as far as language back then, I'm sure that they were, you know, as potty-mouthed as, I mean, you get well, yeah. guys that live out on the range and are essentially criminals, right? Like, right. Well, potty mouth. I'm going to assume. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it gets way worse than that. I just, yeah. I, um, it's more about, that you particular, know, yeah, that particular history word. and entomology and all that kind of crap, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds like a whole different podcast, but I'd, I'd tune in, you know, to... 
to hear the the etymology of, of our swear words in in English. So I, I, I think Nicholas Cage has his beat out. He's doing a, a a show on on Netflix about that. So oh really? Oh that sounds yes. But they they've only done one season so far, and the, this is uh, apparently too far down the list to have gotten into the first season. He's not going alphabetically then, I guess. No, no, he's going by magnitude. <laughs> okay, all right. So we we get the big guns. First, oh yeah, you started with the f bomb. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Dawson has has seen through this, and then and then muttered some some things we we can't say, even though we said it plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> a shot as he's saying this, a shot rings off the barrel behind Nord and Dawson, where there's an extra set of background bandits hiding. Dawson and Nord don't seem to notice it, but it really scares the crap out of the, the guys that are, that are hiding behind the barrels. Well, yeah. So it, it, it feels too close for comfort for them to not notice it. I, I mean, I can see why you wouldn't want your, your guys who are pulling focus to, to be, you know, too jumpy. But. Well, sure. But, but these are your, 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 your main big bad dudes. You're your banditos here. They're not going to be afraid of something that missed them by several feet. Yeah. I mean, they hardly flinched when it hit stuff right next to their faces. So. Yeah, true. Well, and in, uh, I just think it's kind of funny because Dawson, he, he's talking about Emmett, but when he he says, you know, this a-hole, he jabs his thumb sort of back at the, the barrel guy, which, you know, in his direction. Sort of. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but it's, you know. <laughs> he's poor dude. Him, it's, he's just yeah, back right. there kind of going, hey, what's going on, man? Someone's yeah. shooting. Yeah. And the boss is pointing a thumb at me. <laughs> This barrel's not as sturdy as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we get, uh, then we get another quick shot of Payton, which, you know, we've seen tiny little bits of him and, and he's fiddling with the ropes on the horses again. And he's up to something, but we don't, it's, it's not really playing out yet. We just see him sort of like stirring out of his possum play. And uh, does it seem strange that like Dawson's suspicious? He kind of is, knows what's going on, but he hasn't, sent someone over to, to check on Payton yet. I, mean, I guess he's pinned down by rifle fire, but... Sure, you know. but yeah, you would think he would yell it out. So by a check on that guy over there, I bet he's faking something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see in a second here. Like, Dawson knows what's going on, but he is a step or two behind already. So, right. Yeah, it's, he's uh, under fire, yeah. too. That's understandable. Yeah, right, right. Which so, begs another question. Yeah, Mal could have just killed all these guys right oh, yeah. now. I mean, oh, yeah. it, I, I guess we're really trying to show that these are our main characters are these are good guys because they right. could have just won this by force by now. They could have slaughtered these guys. And yeah, which means they didn't have to do any of this nonsense. They could have just all taken up positions on the rim and just, you know, ducks in a barrel. Right. <laughs> but it, it goes to show you that the criminals and gunfighters are going to going to shoot down a man when it's required. But. Here it's not required. They've come up with a cunning plan in order to <laughs> to save the morality of themselves and the the money of the wagon train and the the lives of the bandits and everything will be perfectly hunky dory from here on out. So okay, then. unless your name's Conrad, but that's foreshadowing. So <laughs> I'm buying um, it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we do get a shot of Mal up on the ridge in uh, sort of tossing tossing pot shots uh, from his Henry rifle down into the canyon and. Like you said, it's it's pretty clear he's trying not to kill these guys because um, their cover is not great. And we can see, we've seen what Mal sees and he sees down over the top of all their cover. So yeah, there's 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 no way that he's missing them. No. You know, 
we, we've seen him uh, when he was leading Emmett to the or trailing Emmett, I guess, to the to the corral. He was, you know, picking his spots and, and missing by um, intention. So <laughs> intention, yeah, but not by much. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, that one. So yeah, that one. Hey, man. But we do see at this point we see one of his shots ricochet off the back canyon wall, very near to horses where the open end of the corral is right and he's the, the one that's nearest the the opening is startled starts running out the open gate and all of his buddies seem to to like this idea because they they go on a horse party and, yep. and and run horse party i like the horse party rather yeah. than a stampede yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> because i mean they're pretty gentle stampede <laughs> if you ask me but like they're very docile they, creatures. Yeah. You're like, yeah. you know, these, these are not exactly, well, I don't know. I was going to say they're not exactly, you know, bandit material, but bandits make do with whatever horses they can get a hold of. Right. Well, yeah. And, and these are, you know, movie horses that are yeah. pretty well trained and they're in a sort of one way box Canyon kind of thing. They're not, there's not a lot of choices for them to make at this point. Sure. Not a lot of directions for them to go. So they're take it so, easy. So movie horses are real easy to kidnap. Uh, that would be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> they're the ones I've seen kidnapped the most. So Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Dawson. No, that's okay. Um, or sorry, Emmett is sort of coaxing them out. He's yelling, come on, yeah, to the horses and some nice ADR. Yeah. And, you uh, can hear it, but you can't see anywhere. Right. And we, we cut back to, to Dawson, who is now shooting at something at ground level right like he we can see the the angle of his pistol fire right has changed he's no longer scanning the rim he's shooting at somebody at, at ground level and you know he's still behind his shoddy cover because he's he's getting rifle fire thrown at him and uh but he points off in the direction that he was shooting and he goes get that guy keep him from getting the horse ass it, it doesn't yeah. sound like he's saying horses. I know he's saying horses. I know. I've got it all all in caps here. Two different words. Yeah. It, we'll, we'll say it sounds more like the prostitute's posterior, perhaps. Is that what you had written down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I put horse first, actually. But Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely, he definitely has a, a unique line read to the word horses mm -hmm. in that. Uh, but, you know, that that voice is what you pay for, so. Uh, you, you take what you can get. So I'm, so I'm guessing what he's really shooting at is Emmett riding on the back of one of the horse ass. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, Emmett, Emmett is on the last horse out of the canyon. He's sort of at the, the back end of the stampede, I guess we'll call it. But he's not wrangling them, really, or rustling them. I'd say he's sort of sheepdogging them, right? Like, a little bit. Did you yeah. notice that out of all those horses, the only one with the saddle is the one he's riding on? <laughs> when did he have time to throw a saddle on that thing? I mean, it was a matter of seconds. I think, the, I think it's sort of, no, it's not. He's not on the ones that he came in mm -mm. to camp with him and Peyton, right? No, because we, we see that here in a few more seconds. Yeah, right. Yeah, there must have been one in the corral that that uh, that had a horse on it. Maybe it's the standby horse, like the emergency <laughs> horse. <laughs> They're not like, you know, fighter jets or something. Oh, okay. Well, shows how much I know. You know, I think it's just because that it was would be completely unsafe and ridiculous for a stunt rider to be going bareback, and more than likely, it was an insurance issue. It could be. <laughs> it's, I mean, horses come with saddles, right? We don't mm -hmm. have to explain it. Yeah, they're it's born with them. They're built in. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, Dawson at this point seems to think that this is a very elaborate horse rustling scheme, right? And that these two gentlemen tricked their way into the camp, had their compatriots, maybe one other guy shooting at him from the from the uh, rim of the canyon just to steal some horses. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it does seem like a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of work for what they get out of it too, right? Like, right. They, they don't get the horses and who knows, like, I, I don't know how much cash the wagon train had, but well, we see Payton, we do cut back to Payton, we see sort of what he was up to because he, he's now miraculously sprung back to consciousness and he's he's leading his and Emmett's horses back out of the canyon and the, the background bandit that is standing right next to the wagon where the horses were tied up he <laughs> he notices him and he hops from behind his cover and is about 10 feet away from him and has a perfect shot at, at Payton's back but somehow manages to miss and then his buddies come in to help him gang up on Payton and they you know luckily they form this sort of bowling pin formation. <laughs> I was waiting to see where you're going with that. Yes, because what, what he's done is he's he's tied that rope to the horse and then the other end to the cash box. And the cash box makes a, a, a nice, like, bolo weight yeah. on the end of the rope. And so the rope just becomes a giant tripwire and also kind of a bludgeon for some of these guys. <laughs> yeah, I'd say this is more like how a air speeder might take down an ATAT ATST ATAT yeah and 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 less like a bowling metaphor like i was trying to force into it but sure but uh, since we don't have any giant four-legged things each of these banditos is like one leg of an ATST sure yeah why not yeah yeah but since they they're not connected at the top by some massive thing they all just go down like Bowling pins. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty fragile. These these background bandits are maybe not <laughs> fragile, but they're pretty clumsy. I don't know. It, yeah, it's convincing, right? Like I think only a couple of them get taken out by the bin, and then the other two get taken out by the two that are falling over. And so it right. It's yeah, a, it's a lot like bowling, right? You don't hit all the pins with the ball. You hit the right pins with the ball, and then those pins knock over other pins. So yeah, I'm back to the bowling metaphor. Yeah. I think I think Payton's left-handed when he does this, so <laughs> he's got that kind of hook to it. Yeah, he's got a got a bit of a goofy spin to it. Yeah. So when this cash box is is bouncing along, taking out bandits, and then getting trailed by a by a horse out of the canyon, does it really seem that sturdy to you? Like, Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I expect to see you know like it's you know painted bits of styrofoam come flying out of it at certain points. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and as they, they, you know, they leave and you get all these shots of it, you know, it'll just pop up for a few frames here and there. And every time it seems to be sliding left or right off camera and, and yeah. the shot goes away before there's, you know, the inevitable collision with like a rock Canyon wall. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they yeah. had several stunt boxes that got completely shattered by one of these moves. So I'm sure, or, you know, there's one very like, um, sturdy titanium box or something like that for the <laughs> for the long shots and then a you know a nicely done up uh, decorative one for for the close up shots. But yeah, I imagine there were multiple cash boxes because I you know I, I don't get the impression that it's anything other than wood with with 
metal strapping on it or something like that. And so I would sort of expect it to just shatter the first time it lands on one of its corners and spill all of its, you know, Confederate script out of it or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know. Well, they, they showed it earlier in the movie when they were getting money out for yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. down payment to, to Nord and what was his name? Was it Fred? Tom. Tom. Sorry. Tom. Something boring. And <laughs> yeah, and, and you saw that they, they had a they had a stack of, of paper currency, but uh, that was half of what they had. But the other half was basically like gold coins, you know, actual yeah. like worthy currency. So, you know, more yeah. like cash out west. So, because, you know, heavy. unless you were in civilization, paper wasn't worth a whole lot. Yeah, I suppose probably true. Yeah. So that, that gold, I mean, they probably have, you know, 20 pounds of gold in that box. Sounds all right to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, our, our, Box takes its ride out of the Box Canyon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I assume they're named after one another. And uh, <laughs> the, the heroes continue their sort of twisty ride out along with it, going with more 80-yard hooting and hollering, uh, accompanying them, and yeehaws and yas and all those kinds of things. And, you know, over the next few seconds, we're treated to sort of a, a wonderful shot of these horses running through the snowy switchbacks. Uh, it's quite pretty. I think. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, all this looks like uh, you know when when they're had when uh, during the wet season that this is kind of more of a riverbed than anything else. Yeah, and they, the, as they're coming up along that that incline that goes around that curve, that's you know would be a gorgeous oxbow in a river. You know, if the water sure. was deep enough to not be able to see the bottom. You know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah, sort of reminds me of um, a trip that I took to Iceland one time, and you know, Iceland is known for its horses it's got its own you know historical breed of horse that's a little bit smaller than than the american horses and has a an additional gait called the tolt okay <laughs> my wife and i were we were going to a section of of iceland that is known for its horses sort of in the northwest area and we stayed overnight at a place and then we were looking to do some horse riding the next day and we go down the the street to where there was a sign that says horse riding and they said uh, oh no, we're we're not doing any rides today. And we're like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. All right, we start turning around to go the other way, and the woman's like, "We're actually running the horses today. Would you like to join us?" And we're like, "Uh, sure." So it turns out this whole village, <laughs> this whole peninsula, really, which is I think was like seven or eight family farms, had gathered there like fifty horses all in one pasture, and they took off their bridles, took off their saddles. They're just out doing horsey things, playing around with each other and, and stuff. And then at one point, they just open up the gate and let them run. And the only thing guiding the horses from where they were penned up to the area where they, they could run was a literal piece of string. Like there were two guys holding a piece of string and the horses saw that and they were well trained enough to know that they had to turn there to go to where they wanted to run. And they just, they just let wow. these horses run for about, I don't know, it was probably four or five kilometers down into the pasture. And as soon as they passed by us, all the farmers got in their cars and the lady who invited us to join them was like, come on. So we hopped in her car and they drove, <laughs> we drove down to where the horses congregated in the pasture. And we all just hung out with the horses for like an hour. And then we ran them back and it was, it was, uh, it was a super pleasant experience of just, you know, horses out running in the mountains in the snow and just kind of looked a lot like this. So Wow. That sounds yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I would love to like write that up in the, in the visitor's guide to Iceland, but I don't think you'd ever 
be able to just stumble upon that you know like it was something that i think she said they did it every other sunday or something like that so oh wow it's just a weird thing well that at least gives somebody the, a vague chance of maybe doing it again some other set of outsiders yeah if you're in Svam Stung, you're Svam. In the, uh, yeah it's with an h hv um on uh, on a sunday ask around okay i yeah. will do that Anyway, so that's my horse story. I'm sticking <laughs> to it. So horses, but yeah. That's that, that's pretty much where our our minute ends is with a a nice little uh, horsey retreat up to up to the end of the canyon. So, got anything else for minute forty four? Um, I just noticed, yeah, more a little about the the money chest and that, that last little shot as it's going by. That uh, you know, you can hear a little ADR of, a, of it jingling with oh, money. Sure. Little, little yeah, just to, jingle. to yeah. ensure us that no one, no one's worried that the chest might break open like this. Because Peyton looks back once the entire time to look at, make sure it's still attached. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not worried. Boxes are sturdy; they never break like this. No, how how could they? Hmm. We we did. I also did neglect to mention the 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 horse transfer stunt because we do have. Oh yeah. At at some point when when Peyton catches up to Emmett with. Their two horses. Emmett feels the need to transfer from the horse he's on back to his horse in stride. Right. Instead of waiting till they stop, which they're going to do in the next minute. So, you know. Yeah. It's a good stunt. It's, you know, the whole. It's a good stunt. Jumping. But yeah, then yeah. you see that, you know, they literally they somehow got a horse, an extra horse with a saddle. Luckily, yeah. though, in the next shot. That you see them all, you know, really well. That last bit, right before the end of our minute, that third horse with the saddle still has its saddle on. So yeah, right. There's no, there's, you know, continuity we, errors. We've got saddle continuity. Yes, it's we're, we're good there. <laughs> I guess we're just supposed to believe that uh, Emmett can do a saddling job in somewhere under four seconds. I mean, he's a righteous cowboy hero. Of course, he can. Of course, he can. That. <laughs> what do you think he was practicing the whole five years he was in prison or wherever? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sadlin. 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 That brings us to the end. Do we have yeah. any, other, any other business to attend to? Well, we just say that we, where we are from, we are the hosts of Edge of Tomorrow Minute, which is basically the same thing. Talk about a movie of screen, a, a minute of screen time of a movie. In this case, the movie Edge of Tomorrow, every episode of our podcast, in this case, Edge of Tomorrow Minute, which coincidentally you can find at edgeoftomorrowminute.com. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. That's about it. Yeah. So, you know, tune into that if you'd like to hear David have a, um, confusing diatribes about what a movie's by minute podcast actually means i mean I, and uh, i know what it means i just have a hard time you know what it means saying it and they know what it means yeah. but there, there there's a bit of a uh, an interactivity between you know you saying it and them hearing I guess, it i mean if they know what it means i probably don't have to keep saying it but i i feel compelled but to. you're gonna yeah <laughs> the, the power of the power podcast, of podcast compels, compels you. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah all right. Well, listeners can find the Silverado podcast, which you're listening to right now, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, SilveradoMinute.com. There is social media available for you to interact with, if that is your thing. In Facebook, the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listeners Saloon. That's the name of group. Go look for that. 
and on Twitter there is at Silverado MXM. MXM stands for Movies by Minute. I'm glad you cracked that for me. Yeah. Yep. Secret. <laughs>